Well, we're going to continue on with our adventure of Caleb and David. And I'm going to go ahead and have us kill the lights. Now, you may remember that down in that dark, dark tunnel, they came to a large room. And you remember what was inside that room? Right in the middle, there was a rock. And the question is, what is under that rock? As the rock was in the middle, it was probably three feet in diameter, just a huge and most assuredly very heavy. And the boys said, Dad, what are we going to do? I mean, this could be it. And his dad said, boys, watch me. Let me show you how to do this. Crouch down like this. We're going to push. Use your legs. And you know what dads can do. They're going to show you exactly how to do it right so you don't hurt yourself. And boys, on three, we're all going to push together. Are you ready? One, two, three. And as they pushed, the rock not just moved, it rolled. And the dad stood up and said, wow, that was a lot lighter than I thought. And he reached down and he picked up a, he, he, he leaned over to the, the rock and he, he kind of hit it to see what it sounded like. And it sounded like this, boys and girls. And he thought, wow, boys, do you realize what this, this is not a rock at all, but it sure looks like one. It's, a, it, it, it's a, like a hollow ball made out of metal. So they, he said, boys, we're going to need to dig right where, let's go, let's go. And he pulled out his spade, unfolded it from his backpack, and they started digging. And they dug for maybe 30 to 60 minutes. That is a long time. And you know what they found? About two or three feet down? Absolutely nothing. And they were so disappointed. There was neither treasure nor trouble under this rock. And their dad said, boys, look, let me pull out the map. And remember, he had taken the picture of the map in the map room on his cell phone. And so they looked at the map, and he said, boys, look at this. It looks like a jagged line, a zigzag line. Do you know what a zigzag line looks like? It looks like this. It goes, it's not straight at all. And it led to the edge of the map. From that, little, from that room to the edge of the map, just a zigzag line. And the boy said, Dad, what is this? And he said, boys, I, I don't know. I just don't know. And Caleb said, Dad, look at this. And there's a zigzag line, looked like a, a lightning bolt with a pointy end, like it was pointing to the side of the wall. And David came up with this brilliant idea. And he said, Dad, let, let's, let's just all three of us pick up this rock made of metal or whatever, and throw it against the wall. Maybe that's what it is. It's a lightning bolt. And dad looked at him and said, no, David, that's, that's a mighty nice idea, but I don't think the three of us can pick that up, much less throw it. Well, dad, what do you think we should do? And he looked at it and he said, okay, boys, you follow me. Maybe this means we're supposed to push against the wall. And the see, it's over here against the wall right here. That's all three of us. Let's push against the wall. Maybe, maybe a secret door will open up. And they pushed and they pushed. Nothing happened. He says, boys, come on, let's, let's push a little bit higher. Maybe this is, maybe it's a larger opening. So they pushed and they were pushing and they were 
pushing with their hands like this as hard as they could. And then finally, the dad hit something that sounded hollow, and it, it moved. The, the wall moved. And the dad said, look, boys, help me out here. Help me. We're going to roll this rock, this stone rock, over here, and let me stand on it, I'm going to push. And they, she stood on the, this, this metal rock, and he stood on it, and he pushed, and he pushed with his hands, and it, he could hear it moving. He could hear it moving. Wow, it had probably been stuck in that position for years and years and years. And then he decided he was going to press harder, and he began to lean into it with his shoulder harder and harder and harder. And then finally he hit it so hard, he tumbled all the way through. The door flung open in the wall, and he fell headlong over his head over heels. And they could, his boys could hear him as they shone the flashlight down the tunnel, but couldn't see anything but slime and cobwebs. But they heard their dad yelling, as he, as he rolled down and slipped down that passageway. And they were terrified. And David said, Caleb, Caleb, is daddy going to be okay? Daddy! And he called down the tunnel with no answer. And Caleb said, Dad! And still no answer. And they were afraid. David said, Caleb, what are we going to do? I'm afraid. And then they heard a very faint noise. Caleb, David. They could hear their dad. It seemed like a long way away. And they said, Dad, are you okay? He said, boys, I'm fine. But you need to follow me. And Caleb looked at David and said, I'm not following him. And look, David, look at all those spider webs. Dad, do you have any spiders on you? It looks disgusting disgusting and it's so slimy and he put his hand on it it was boys and girls it was so slimy oh dad you you want us to follow you he said boys you're gonna be okay just listen to my voice and follow me do what i did and so caleb said david I want to make sure you're okay. You go first. And David looked at him and says, I'm not going first. You go first. And Caleb said, okay, but you've got to follow me. Do you promise me? I mean, do you promise me? And David said, I promise. And so Caleb got up on the rock and he rolled down into that tunnel. It's slimy and cobwebs. And he said, David, come. And so David, he rolled, he got in there and he rolled and slid and got the cobwebs all in his hair. And he finally came to the very bottom of this slide, this slimy cobweb filled tunnel. And they got up and they looked around and the first thing they saw the first thing they saw was that the ceiling of the cavern was probably about a hundred feet high. And you know what was unusual? They could see little piercings of dark light coming through the ceiling. And at that point, their dad said, boys, are you okay? Are you okay? 
and he checked over them, and he brushed the cobwebs off of them. And of course, David had a little spider crawling on his head, and he knocked it off, but David was okay, all right? He was okay. There's no injuries. And David said, Dad, what's that noise? It sounds like someone's bathtub is running. And he said, boys, I think there's a stream or a river close by in this cavern. But it is so big, I can't see the end of it. But boys, let me show you something over here. And he, they looked over against the wall. And he said, boys, here's another map. And it looks like a map of the cavern. But look at this solid line. I think that's the river or stream that we hear. And we need to find it. Because, boys, I've looked down and around, and there's only one way, and it's this way right in front of us. And Caleb said, but, Dad, look at these little pointy things on that line that might be the river. Dad, are those jagged rocks? What, Dad, what if there's jagged rocks? Could we get hurt? And he said, boys, I know this is a little risky, but you're going to have to follow me. So let's go. And they, he said, boys, did you see that at the, where that river bent, it looked like a sandy beach. There were no rocks on the map there. Did you see that? He says, yeah, Dad. And there was an X. Dad, David said, do you think that the X marks the spot? Maybe that's where the treasure is. X always marks the spot. And Caleb looked at him and said, David, it doesn't always mark the spot. But, but David said, maybe it doesn't. And maybe there's lots of treasure there. We got to go. We have to, we have to investigate. Caleb looked at him and said, David, that was a really good word. I like that, investigate. Dad, can we investigate? And Dad said, boys, I think we're going to, but follow me. And so they started walking. It's just a narrow, maybe six or seven feet wide, but there were high rocks to the right and left that they could not climb. And as they followed, maybe 50 yards, the sound of that like that bathtub water running, was getting louder and louder and louder. And then finally, David looked and said, Dad, where do you think this is going? And as soon as he said going, his dad put out his arm. David, stop. And before David could make another step, he said, look down. And there below them was the river, the rushing, rushing river. It it was probably two or three feet down. He says, David, you need to follow me, son. This could be dangerous. Boys and girls, I want to ask you, with nowhere to go, how are they going to follow this river? It's too rough to swim. There's no pathway. Next week, we're going to find out how they get down the river and does X really Mark the spot for treasure. We'll find out next week. If we could have the lights. You know, boys and girls, I, I love models. In this particular story, their dad was a model. Their dad showed them how 
to do things, how to move the rock, how to slide down that tunnel, how to walk and make sure they didn't get hurt and fall in the river. In my son's room, there is a model train. Actually, there's probably about 50 of these, and they're all from my father-in-law, because when he was a young man, he was an engineer on a train very similar to this. This says Atlantic Coastline. Now, it's not a real train, though I tell you what, it feels almost as heavy as a real train. It is really heavy. But it probably goes on a track, and it's probably just something to look at. So my father-in-law, because he loved trains so much, he actually made a cabinet and put all 50 of these trains, different types of trains and train cars and you know cars that hold coal and tar- cars that hold cargo, and he put them all in there. And they're models, exact replicas of the real Atlantic Coast Line train. You know what? Your moms and dads can be like models of Jesus. They can be models of his love, of his patience, of his kindness, of serving. And they're going to want you to follow them as a model. Paul told the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians 11 when he said this, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. So when you look at your mom and dad and they're following Christ with really amazing character and they're really patient when you do bad things or say bad things or hit your brother or sister when you shouldn't. But you know what? They're so patient with you and they love you and they'll discipline you because they love you. They're trying to follow Jesus. And I'm going to encourage you, boys and girls, follow them just like they follow Jesus. And here's a super cool thing because you'll be able then to model Jesus for your younger brother or younger sister or for your next door neighbor who doesn't know Jesus. So I'm going to challenge you guys this morning. Be a good model. Maybe maybe not quite like this, but let people see Jesus in you. Can you do that? Be a good model.